Limos and Roses is a humorous and occasionally offensive podcast. All opinions are based on the bachelors and bachelorettes being in the top 99 percentile of their respective genders with regard to their physical attributes. The Limos and Roses podcast fully supports the LGBT community. Any reference to a bachelor or bachelorette's sexual preference is merely conjecture based off of observations. In other words, no offense. And thank you for listening. Enjoy. Welcome to the very 39th podcast of Limos and Roses. <laughs> it's never going to work. It always cuts out. Mm-hmm. It's like screaming in outer space. Yeah. This, of course, is the ghost hunting, no Chris Harrison, semi-sober bachelorette, maybe it's married podcast that you all know and love. The recap podcast over all other recap podcasts that covers season 16 of The Bachelorette. Thank you so much for showing up. As you may or may not know, this very show began with our own Bachelor Fantasy League entitled Limos and Roses. On this podcast, I am joined by my husband, Jet. And our buddy, Grace. And me, I'm your host and moderator, Chelsea. So I'm going to speed through this dramatic intro, but I believe Jet might have a brief montage for us. Noah's Ark Rivals. Kryptonite? Faux wedding. Feeling all the feelings. Emotional deficiencies. Falling in love? And a likely double date drop. I loved emotional deficiencies. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's begin with some visiting time from Jojo Fletcher for some reason. Yeah, I mean, it was the casual and typical, hey, we're going to bring on your TV friend and uh, mm. make television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I said, yeah, I said best friends, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. close friends. Uh, <laughs> and I said, Jojo takes over for Chris. I'm skeptical. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so after all of this JoJo chatting, uh, we go back to the ranch. There's a date card and it goes to Zach C. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a man I can picture a future with, but he has secrets. So we head right into the date, date breakdown. Breakdown, 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 breakdown. Break now, here's my personal opinion. This whole one-on-one Zach C date is all about this fabulous photographer becoming famous, and I'm sure Phrase has words about him for the corner, but he's going to uh-huh. save them. This wedding photo date, the underscoring is a lot. Go to text. What a terrible idea for a first date. <laughs> I think they were, they added to the drama of that. I, I think they could have taken it a little, little less seriously. I was like, just pretend like you're playing dress up and move on with your lives. I think that the music added to the drama of this date it was just so dramatic and it was telling us how dramatic it was and they were showing us her dramatic faces. And Cause I no. could see there being flashbacks of, oh, I did this for real. I have a prediction. Okay. I don't want to, I don't particularly like this guy, but my prediction is that he wins. Oh, wow. That is a, Saying that, it here first. a bold prediction. Yeah, that's a big one. I just have a feeling that she's going to make a series of errors and pick this guy. <laughs> Don't they always? 
Yeah. That's, that's probably your reasoning is you're like, well, I don't think he should win, therefore he will. During this whole date, I couldn't hear a, a damn thing that he was, the, the waterfalls. And I was like, did they not put lavaliers on these guys? Well, no. they do chat and Zach mentions his divorce, which takes mm -hmm. her by surprise. Yeah. But we know that it takes her by surprise because his divorce has a much bigger story to it. My verdict is still out on this guy. I'm just not, you know, he's just not as easy to love as the others. That doesn't mean he doesn't deserve love. She's like, oh my God, you were married too. You were married, to like half these guys have been divorced and I'm like, well, welcome to bringing adults onto the show and not 23 well, year olds. I really want to talk about that later because my overall arching theme of the whole episode is that these are great guys. And yes. I think it has to do with uh, maturity. Uh, yep. not, not, per, not per se age, but these guys have lived some life. And you know, like this guy covers a DUI, an arrest, drugs, and suicide, divorce, theft, and spiritual clarity and rehab all in a first date. So this guy, <laughs> say what you and will, you, you he is brain open. tumor. We're only laughing because he's okay. So we're, we're laughing because it, it we're laughing because it's uncomfortable because when you hear somebody say all that stuff, you're just like, oh my, I mean, in that moment, you're like, I just want to give this guy a hug, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, but to get back to their date, he did go with the smooth move of whispering in her ear. And he was like, he was like, what did he say? He said something like, I, I'm sorry, I, I'm at a loss for words because I get lost in your gaze. Yeah. Before he said brain tumor, I said, that's a douche move. <laughs> Well, I, and I wrote smooth move, but they can coexist. But I wrote smooth move, and I was, it was funny because my iPhone auto-corrected it to smoothie, and it also auto-corrected lavaliers to lava liars. And I was like, lava and smoothies was last week, iPhone. Can we get past all that? You know, <laughs> ridiculous. So Tasha says, thanks for sharing. But we go back to the ranch. And back yep. at the ranch, Bennett complains. Noah also wants a one-on-one. -on -one, and there's a group date card. Mm -hmm. um, so this group date card, I'm going to announce at the beginning of the group date because it makes more sense. And yeah. then we go to the second nighttime portion of the date where Zach Clark gets a rose. And she appreciates him opening up and there's a surprise for him, which is a Ferris wheel that stops at the top and they make out. And she really does like him, I think. I think she mm -hmm. does. You know, when I say that I don't know about this guy, it's only because I it's terrible to say I get a feeling, but There's it's just, lot. I get a feeling. Well, it clearly, it, it's just, there. It, it wasn't just like one major thing. It was a lot of things and trust becomes an issue when people, you know, screw up. The more that happens yeah. in life that even if you're supportive, but you can be supportive of someone without fully trusting them. Moving on to the group date, you guys. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Express yourself. This is the group date with Spencer, Ivan, Ed, Blake, Brendan, Riley, Damar, Bennett, Ben, and Noah. Um, it begins with them walking into this art studio and two naked people, but then they end up not having to be naked. Let's talk a little bit about this experience and the different types of art that they encounter. Well, I actually really enjoyed this group date, first of all, and I think For the sure. guys crushed it. Once again, I think a really creative use of a quarantine type situation and a really creative date. And yeah, I think it was, I think it was great. I mean, I have some more like details to go into, but Jet, what are your thoughts on it? No, I, I agree. I, th I think it was one of the better group dates I've seen. Uh, and, and she shows that clearly on the back end of it, um, just with her reaction in general. But uh, it, I did laugh particularly. Let's throw Ed some cred for a second, some Ed cred. When he Ed said, cred. Uh, just casually just says, it's all about the fern. 
He just said it's all about the fern. <laughs> hilarious. I was like, it's just, it's, it just made yeah. me laugh because he's just sitting there all like, because he, he's kind of ho hum. He's like a little bit like Eeyore, but I think he's got a sense of humor. Brendan with the frame. Oh yeah, dude, totally. I thought that in terms of creativity, that was like my favorite. Um, yeah, it was awesome. You know, and then I said, and Ivan is just like, like I know the public. That is guy. like the, the nicest. Piece, it great, yeah, it, it's it's beautiful. I was like, man, like he's like melting my heart. You know, <laughs> like yeah, what he is put, it? Chris, he, like he filled. Who is he? he Chris Harrison. <laughs> yeah. he, he filled a puzzle right with the last yeah. remaining piece or something, and that yeah, that was I thought that was clever as well. Jet, this was the first time where I was sitting there thinking like, if Jet and I were on this, like we would have had some competition i'm like wait so other humans aren't as dumb as i like to think they are Dang <laughs> right just because they have six packs means they're they're not yeah. dumb oh right? man <laughs> good thing i'm already married <laughs> i agree with you guys i think all these guys did a phenomenal job really really opened up um mm -hmm. it closes with ben who uh ends up and we get into he, he actually opens up in the nighttime portion of the date but um, oh, he opened up fully before that. Yeah, before he was like that, a he was a flowering lotus or something. <laughs> more like a praying mantis. That's kind of the look he has, in my opinion. He looks a little bit like a praying mantis. No offense, Ben. I, I mean, I look like Ben. I like. Well, I look like a Neanderthal. I'll take it. I think that the Neanderthal <laughs> can call a man a praying mantis. I actually, I actually wanted to talk about the naked move. Yeah. I was not a fan. Same. Mm -hmm. Um, I get what he was going for. I think uh, he, he just realized just... he was crushed creatively. He was crushed and he was like, I don't have an idea. Naked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I get the being vulnerable and everything like that, but you're not that vulnerable when you're built like a brick house. Like that's a good point. What oh. I think happened was he did that art. He took the he took the challenge literally, mm -hmm. saw what other guys were doing and was like, I've got to pivot. I've the got audible. to pivot major. O yeah. Omaha. It was an audible. Omaha. Yeah. Omaha. So, the, so, so, yeah. So then I actually, so that is, I keep going back and forth this whole episode because then I'm like, smart move. Yeah. Actually, was, really good move. You just didn't like the way he did it and the way he was acting. I think if he'd had more fun with it. Although as, later. And as, we, and as we go into the nighttime portion of the date, Tasha says, hey, you guys really put yourselves out there today. I can't just pick one, you know, the producers or this art lady who's very nice. We can't just pick one person. So all of you are coming to a nighttime cocktail party. And in this nighttime portion of the date, Ben actually opens up about his eating disorder, his struggle with bulimia and how that's the reason that he has ventured into fitness and nutrition because right. he struggled with it for his whole life. Yeah. yeah. So... So I was reading my notes as as they, you know, unfold. Right. And and it's nice to do that because I you know, I said I don't like this move, but then when he opens up about his issues dealing with weight loss and um being a fat kid essentially, I was like, "Oh, now mm -hmm. I'm now that I have this yep. in hindsight, I actually like the move a lot." And he did and in his mind he was standing there being extremely vulnerable and he in his mind still views himself as a fat kid. So oh, yeah. it all makes sense that that was his biggest, most vulnerable thing is to strip down and show what he's working with now. And Tasha nails it on the head. She says, this is what happens when you start to date real men. I have something to tie into with exactly what Frace was just saying is uh, Frace, in bringing on these elder gentlemen, 
you know, um, I think what happens is, you know, you're hearing about divorce, you're hearing about addiction, you're hearing about all this stuff. And it's people in their early to mid thirties to late thirties, some of them. So in their thirties talking about what used to be. Mm-hmm. And usually you have a bunch of people in their twenties, early twenties, talking about, about what will be will, what, while yes. they are still literally in that used to be thing that they're hiding. They're all so insecure. They're hiding who they really are. They probably have addictions of their own. They probably have, they haven't been divorced yet because they're on a game show to find love for the first time because they're 23. This is just real. Like you said, it's authentic. It's real. It's, it's really cool to watch and far more entertaining, honestly, even though it's not as funny. Well, like, honestly, I'm thinking about this, even in terms of our podcast, we're not funny. Like we're, we're funny, but we're not like, there's not as much stuff to make fun of. Cause how right. do you make fun of like somebody who's like burying their soul and not in like that, that fake saccharine sort of way like, it right. seems, you know, like, yeah, exactly. What we're, we're having, saying. we're having so, to rely on our personalities for humor. Right, exactly. Oh God. Can we throw some <laughs> we puns in here for God's sake? <laughs> yeah, we gotta fix this. So, uh, we get to the end of this group date and Tasha goes through her multiple choice of guys. And right before she says the word Ben, the music is cued and it's very beautiful and lovely and sweeping and dramatic. And she says he showed up and will he accept this rose? I think it's interesting. I like what she does and it kind of gives the guys a little more confidence or less for that matter. She always sets up who her runners up were for the rose. Oh, she always, yes, you know, she I always love points that. Out. It's like saying you almost got it, but you know you're getting one at the ceremony. Come on, take it easy. That's what she's doing, you know. Yeah, like, and relax. I think it's nice. It's it's uh, words of affirmation too for these sure. guys that are that it says like, listen, I know that you bared your soul to me and you did a great job, and like I know that you missed your child, but this guy had a brain tumor. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And so, yeah, and you know what? You know, nothing fixes a, a brain tumor like a rose. Yeah, a little rose on the lapel. Right. Yeah, but it's it's you know, and I also think that these guys. Gosh, I I really like this this group of guys. I feel like they're for the most part like kind of all just like on each other's sides too. Like yeah. in a weird way, like they're just kind of like. Well, Chelsea pointed that know. out. Their buddies. They've been quarantined together, which is a first for this show. So in that time without a female, you're gonna bond. I mean, yeah, some people are gonna butt heads, but. When the girl's not around, it's not about the girl at all. Anyway, Bennett and Noah get a talking to, so there's yeah. going to be a two-on-one. Spoiler alert. But let's continue yep. into the date day, day, breakdown. Breakdown, 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 breakdown. Two. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a second one, yeah. Well done. <laughs> we move right into the easy one-on-one that isn't so easy i hope you aren't scared of falling in love this is the ghost hunting date which you guys it's hilarious it's this whole silly story about william morgan and death and children you know that's on this property that obviously is now the la quinta resort because they can't leave the la quinta resort go to tech I was thinking my the whole time I was like, this is Chelsea's date. This is the one that she wants to be on. We all know you like easy and we all know with the New Orleans thing, I feel like you'd be into like this, like, you know, going ghost hunting and having drinks date. And I was like, I, I would be <laughs> myself. <laughs> I, I like I was like, I was like, this is not the date for Andrew Frace. 
I'll be like, what happened to spa day and fashion corner? Like, yeah. Yeah. we have to go hunting for ghosts? Yeah. What? Well, they, they needed yeah. that excuse to use that blue corn B-roll, dude, because they were rolling that out there a lot. Yeah, because for the blue sure. corn moon, dude, is a rare, <laughs> it's a rare card. B-roll. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, but, you know, we, I, I will say in... You know, Chelsea, you are right. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Easy to begin with. I thought he was a little cocky and stuff. He's yeah. just a really nice, fun guy. He yeah. really, really is. And he like handled this entire thing like a champ. I, I did say that I thought that the room, I think the haunted room was room 120. And I thought it'd be awesome if they knocked on the door and it opened and it was just Ed and Chris Harrison having champagne and strawberries again. <laughs> Sorry, that'd be amazing. Room. Sorry, guys. Oh, God. Sorry. All right. Well, we are about to change into the nighttime portion of the day, but wait. Hold on a second. Do you guys smell that? Uh, is it, did, did Frey shit his pants in the haunted house? No. Wait, no. It, oh. smells, it smells really good. It smells, um, it smells tasty. Like, I, I think it's the warm, sizzling scent of Frey's. Fashion corner! Oh my gosh, we're back in the corner. It's a virtual buffet of fashion, and I can smell it. Mm. What are those rompers? Activewear? We're, we must be in the corner. <laughs> I don't know if I want to smell activewear. Activewear, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to disagree. If it's, just, just, yeah, if it's Lululemon, it. I'm smelling it, okay? I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. All right, now that we're here in the corner, we start off this episode with an oatmeal sweater, by the way, that Tasha's in. Uh, amazing for her complexion. It's a high neck pearled mini dress. Whoa, stunning, hot. JoJo's dress, let's talk about her. JoJo shows up, she takes over Chris Harrison. You know, I don't like that part about it, but also she's stunning. It is, is it a romper? Yes, it is a romper with a tie belt. Oh my gosh, she knows the way to my heart. White with an adorable puff sleeve and a low V-neck. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. And then an eyelet is, is the look of a cotton lace, by the way, for those listeners who don't know what eyelet is. She will be fun with a flower mini wrap dress in cobalt blue. That's on the, that's, uh, that's another look of Tasha's. Um, by the way, uh, we said it before, I'll say it again, you guys, there's like a few cardinal rules. One of them, terrible white high tops with the suit. Just, just get that out of your wardrobe, please, for my sake. Um, Why not just bring back pumps? Remember pumps? I owned a pair of pumps. Oh yeah, hey chumps. Basketball. Yeah, <laughs> hey chumps, want a game? You know what does pump it up for me? That sexy little black dress that Tasha's wearing. It's an it's an LBD. Do you guys know what an LBD is? Little the black little black dress. Brace. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And she's got some high heels. All right, so let's go. Um, <laughs> I almost felt awkward being in the wedding dress corner before an engagement. How about you folks out there? Isn't that odd? Obviously, Tasha looks stunning. I, I don't even know where to begin. It's a floral applique. It's a excuse me. It's a floral applique. I get excited sometimes with these fashion corners. Um, and it's a mermaid gown with a deep V and a waterfall train. I, I mean, like, beautiful. let's just take a moment for that waterfall train. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, angels. Lovely. Anyways, uh, the star of the show, uh, Tasha's boobs. Or I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, the photographer's short shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Start of the show. Um, number one, sequined asymmetric mini dress with keyhole back, and he's in blue paisley smoking jacket. Yes to her, no to him. Number two, <laughs> cut out silver dress with an under boob, and he's in another 
terrible paisley suit. Two points for Tasha, zero points for him. Number three, it's a princess cupcake pink gown and he's in white satin moon suit or something with those freaking high tops. Three for her, zero for him. Ding, ding, ding. Tasha wins all fashion corners. Let's go. Um, I love her ring later on. She's got this amazing like double ring on. I don't know if anybody caught it. Um, also pink satin cami and uh, romper jeans. It's an adorable look. And she's got the stack necklaces. Um, and then, and then there was the naked portion with uh, Ben, and I said, no clothes, no fashion, no corner, but yes, art still, I guess. Um, okay, so guys, Tasha wears a navy blue, adorable little robe, and I have to tell you guys a story. I know we're in the corner, but I have to tell you a story. Um, somebody, me, uh, follows the Instagram account Style Spotter. Somebody, me, ordered that exact robe for his girlfriend. Claire wore the exact same look in floral weeks before. I was online, found it in Navy, okay? Ordered it from Nordstrom's. Alicia's watching the show. She says, oh my God, I love that robe. So, ding, Andrew ding, Brace, ding. Knock ever, out for Andrew Brace. Ever the Santa ho, ho, ho has to go to the front door where the package is sitting and say, well, here's your early Christmas gift. Wear with love, wear in the corner. I'm so happy that you're in my corner. So, after hopping out of the corner, we're going to hop on into the nighttime portion of this date where Easy Hoppity Hop drops the L bomb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. I, I don't think Easy knew, I, I think Easy was falling in love with her or had strong feelings for her. He didn't know the time together. He didn't know that this was his last hurrah, but in that moment saying those words made it so. It was really sad because they're walking out and he goes, he goes, is this really happening? I think it was a classy move by Tasha. I mean, I think easy handled it as best as you can. He didn't fight it or anything like that. It was a little early on to drop the L word, but you know, um, if he was feeling it in the moment, you know what? He actually saved himself in the long run. I think. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. Dare we say he was blindsided? Yeah, he was. He was I, felt really, I, I did feel bad for him. Yeah. And that doesn't happen often on this show. All right. All right. So we move on to the two-on-one announcement back at the ranch. Let's have a chat about the beginnings of this two-on-one. So, And we know where it goes. They both, they're both getting dropped. I mean, that's just a no-doubter. Bennett... I do think he has bonded with all of the guys in the house, except Noah and Spencer, who are the non-Claire guys. Right. So and the, yeah, they were the guys. Like that's true. Him. Noah actually handled everything great, in my opinion. Like, I mean, like- I agree. We've said it once and we say it again. Like, just don't come for the other guys. It's just going to leave you on a two-on-one or it's going to get you in a limo. I actually kind of dig both guys for their own reasons. Um, but I don't really care about their spat because it doesn't feel real to me anyway. And you guys, hold on a second. I just found this. Pop quiz! Oh wow! Wow. Okay. Question number one: How many more episodes of The Bachelorette following this one occur before mental lull? Not enough. Uh, I'm gonna say six. Oh, I'm going to say mm, four. 
There's only one more episode of Bachelorette. What? what? Before men tell all. Oh, it's gonna be like storming the beaches of Normandy next Wait week. Wait a minute. Dude. That's gonna be Wait. like a bloodbath. I mean, that's oh my a, god, a, she's a gonna let go. Story. Like, how many? I mean, there's so many guys that are still left. That's why I said that. It's gonna be a bloodbath. Question number two: How many men are left at the end of this episode? I'm gonna go with eleven. A nine. Ooh, Jed is correct. There are eleven. Now. Oh. So she's gonna she's gonna cut that in more. I mean, I'm no mathematician, but that's a lot of blood. Yeah. Yeah. So, so here's Wait, the she was, she I'm not she a phlebotomist. There it is. We exactly. got there. We yeah. got there. Yeah. There's the blood. She's used, she's used to she's used to get you know drawing as much blood as possible. Let's go. All right. So, is the quite unusual story of the ghost hunting date with Easy. Mr. William Morgan, based mildly on a real person in history? I'll say yes. Um, I'll say yes as well. Somebody in 1917. Oh. Uh, I would assume that yes, it was a real person because it had a specific date tied to it. Oh, interesting. Well, there was a William Morgan who was born in 1774. He was a member of the Freemason Society secret fraternal society and he threatened to expose all the freemason secrets in a book that he was going to publish and so he after he announced his intention to publish the book he was arrested on charges and then disappeared soon after the charges were filed and is believed to have been kidnapped and killed by masons from new york william morgan and since new york city is how the three of us met and we consider it to be a part of our hometown, really. It mm -hmm. is officially that time of the season for our hometown hopefuls. <laughs> okay. So let's go Frace first. Frace, who are your top four for hometowns? Uh, Zach is gonna be one of them. Brendan, I think will be another one. I'm also going to say Ben. Mm -hmm. And finally, I'm going to say Ivan. Those are my four. Those are my that's, four too. Yeah, that's pretty good, dude. I mean, that's I a close. that's a that's an eclectic group too. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Riley, Ivan, Ben, Zaxi. Now I have another prediction, or an idea rather. She might be such that there's not four hometowns. It's also COVID land. COVID. So there might not be ho oh, There might there might so not be right. hometowns. Zoom towns. Yeah. Maybe it'll be Zoom towns. Maybe she'll only do. Two, like if it's like an actual real meet, like you know where it, they have to like get tested and all that. Who knows what's gonna happen? I mean, yeah. your Zoom Town. I, I could see dude, they could do a Zoom Town, or I could see them be, just being like, uh, forget Zoom. There'll be some other company that reaches out and says, uh, it says like Skype will be like, we've been desperately trying to get back in the game. Hey, Bachelor, we'll, we'll you can buy us for real cheap, right. and you can use Skype, and we'll advertise, and everybody will want to use right. Skype again because they'll see it on the show. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they, dude, I could see it being something like that. Yeah. So I'm going to close with a quote from the late, great Chris Harrison. He's <clears throat> not dead, Chelsea. <laughs> and it's from the previous season of The Bachelor with Peter. And Madison. <clears throat> I wish them the very best, whatever that may look like. And this has been <laughs> Jets and Frace. 
And Chelsea, leaving you with these parting hashtags. Hashtag show up. Hashtag boobs. Hashtag Chris Harrison. Hashtag Chris Harrison for Christmas. Hashtag no Chris Harrison. Hashtag Jojo Fletcher. Hashtag fashion corner. Hashtag Zoomcast. Hashtag pop quiz. Hashtag La Quinta. Hashtag L-bomb. Hashtag Bennett. Hashtag Noah. Hashtag William Morgan. Hashtag hometown hopefuls. Hashtag puns. We are all here for the right reasons. Bye, guys. <laughs> Hang on. Did you, so I think, I believe actually whatever that looks like, as he said, as you just referenced, I believe it looked like 24 hours of a relationship because didn't they break up literally the next day or two yeah. or something crazy? Yeah. yeah that's amazing. Yeah. And also just real quick, did you guys notice on the Ferris wheel when uh, Tasha and Zach were on it? And, and his rose fell off. And I was like, oh, that's symbolic of something. Oh, yeah. I was like, that is not good symbolism. A rose dropping to the ground, dude. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want to drop a rose. You only want to drop a fresh track like Little John. Oh, <laughs> everybody!